Hello all and welcome back to another episode of the Game Time CT Staff Pick'ems Podcast. I'm your host, your boy, Pete Paguaga, and I'm joined, as always, by the Sean Patrick Bowley. Sean, what's up, Brother Beans? What up, what up? Is that a, were you raising the roof? I didn't raise the roof last week. Six and, no. Six and three. Seven and three. Oh, seven, seven and three. three. Seven and three. Forgot about the answer. Seven and three. North Haven's like, you know. That was not uh, not a great week as a whole for us in that game. I mean, we were 12, 12 of us selected North Haven. I'm sorry, 12 of us selected West Haven. And guess what? North Haven won. So the eight ball got carried off the field. Um, Anthony Sagnello has received his eight ball that uh, that was mailed to him by, by the Game Time CT eight ball to congratulate them for their big win. Um all of us picked Rockville, except for Meyer. Meyer got SMSA. Then Meyer gave it back by selecting uh, Wilcox Tech. So, everything's kind of shaking out the way that it is. Last week, Scott Erickson and Joe Morelli, the, the basketball bros, led the way with an 8-2 and two record overall. The majority of everyone else finished at 7-3. and three, And Will Aldum... Will Alden in the eight ball finished at six and four. What's going on with McNamee? I don't know. Former champ McNamee is just treading. He's only, he's only, he's not even 10 games ahead of the eight ball. Not, yeah. He's, he is, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think he won his championship and he, and he's content. Yeah, I guess. There should be relegation, Pete, next year. Relegation? (laughs) My God, I can barely add to, I can barely count to 10 on these records. Uh, overall, speaking of records, overall, Dan Brecklin leads the way. He's the first one at 50 wins. He is 50 and 20. Mike Fornabio, Joe Morelli, and Dave Stewart are at 48 and 22. The two of us and Bossman Sean Barker at 47 and 23. And the rest of the list kind of falls off after that. Um, another big week. We're, we're still a lot of good conference games. Um, some We got one really good crossover game towards the end. Um, but a lot of these conference games are starting to have a lot more meeting as the playoffs scenarios kind of start to be seen. Um, you know, whether you're going to be a three-loss team with a home game or a six-loss team with a playoff appearance, like, you're you're still right there. Uh, so all of these games matter. Sean, are you ready to dive on in? I am. Let's go. All right. So we're going to start up at the CCC like we do every week. We got 5 and one Maloney. Going on the road to play five and one Hall. Look, we talk about Maloney a lot on this show. They're very talented. They have a lot of great players. They went to the finals last year, lost to Greenwich on a last second field goal. Then you got Hall. Hall is quietly five and one. You could argue, ah, uh, maybe they haven't played the best schedule this and this. They beat Southington. I mean, uh, that's a great win for Hall. Uh, if I remember correctly, 2021 Hall beat Southington. They were undefeated. They hosted Maloney. The same weekend, too. The weekend of the cross-country championships. Oh, yeah. Because I was there. I went to the cross-country championships, and then I went to Maloney Hall. And Maloney, Hall, Maloney beat them up very quickly, very much so bad, uh, on their way to their first title. This game's on Thursday night. Obviously, two different teams. Sean, who do you like in this one? 
He it's hard to pick against Maloney, uh, Dante Kelly, and Maloney. I, I will not do it in this spot. I think Hall's been playing very well, but not here. Uh, and that Maloney's tough, and uh, they, you know they they're still chasing that one loss they had. So I'm, I'm going with the spot. Yeah, I like Maloney here. Uh, I still think Dante Kelly is the best player in the state. Uh, I've said that numerous times, and I vote Maloney number two. Look, you're you're half a second away from beating the number one team in the state. A kid had to hit a 43-yard field goal to beat you. They're the number two team in the state to me. Um, so I'm going with Maloney as well. We're going to go to the CTC. We got three and three Thames River on the road to play the Beavers of Cheney Tech. They are two and three. Not last year's Thames River. Ryan Outlow gone. Seth Cunningham gone. Uh, it's not the same team, but... That doesn't mean I'm not picking them. I'm going with Thames River in this one. Sean, who do you like? Cheney Tech's coming off a you know, thorough win over O'Brien Tech, 32-6. But the week before, they played Quinnebog Valley, 33-14. Wilcox, Cater Tech, they didn't do so well against. It's, it's a, this is a tough call. I, I, I am having a real tough tough time with this one. Thames River, looking at their schedule. They got wiped out by Killing two weeks ago. And then they, got, you know, they have Platt Tech they beat. They didn't beat the ATI and... I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go with Thames River just because they have more schools on their uh, on their roster. How about that? <laughs> Not a bad reason. All no, right. That's good. Going to sort of kind of stay in that area. This ECC, we got 6-0 Stonington. The Golden Bears are having one of the best seasons in school history. Mm. And they are going on the road to play the Whippets at Wyndham in one of Wyndham's seven home games this year. Let's yeah, not forget Wyndham. Yeah, Wyndham did not get a home game last year, so they have seven uh, this year. Uh, here's the thing. Stonington 6-0. Wyndham is 4-1. Wyndham's only loss came against Killingly. They have two common opponents, Waterford and Bacon Academy. Stonington played much better against Bacon Academy, winning by over 20, 24, if I can do math. Wyndham only beat Bacon by three. Wyndham took care of Waterford by two scores, and Stonington beat them by one. So, hey, you can't, yeah, you can't really use common denominators here for this matchup. Um, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Wyndham. Um, I, 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 they're home. They like being home. I, I think they're really good. I, I have no other reason to pick this game, but I think Wyndham, because they're home, wins this game. Heat, you stole my thunder. I was gonna go with Wyndham too. Uh, because they're at home, um, you know, and then we also have our guy there too. Uh, the, uh, the D lineman Fowler, love yep. him. Great player. You know, defensively, they've been a little bit better than Stonington has Stonington on the road. You know, this doesn't derail their, their dream season. This is their best season since 2001. I think they started that season off eight. No, before they lost. And then they lost, they went into the playoffs and they lost to after they lost to the playoffs. But, um, this is their best season since 2001. So uh, good for them. But uh, in, in this case, I'm going to go with Wyndham. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. We're going to the FCAC. Four and two Wilton, who two weeks ago we talked about them on this show. They're four and oh coming in, playing uh, Staples. And then we talked about them last week when they were four and one and they were playing New Canaan. Now we're talking about them again. They are four and two. They're going on the road to play Darianne. Darianne, who's five and one. Um, Sean, you've seen both of these teams. I've seen both of these teams. What do you think? Wait, have you seen Darian? I have not seen Darian. Not I was seen supposed to go you see him. You were not at last... that game. 
Uh, but no, I haven't seen Darian Pete, and uh, you know, I, I have seen Wilton though, and I think Wilton's a very well coached team. They they need a burner, man. They need someone to really kind of make some big time, big time plays there, and uh, I think Darian just has more of those guys. Did a nice job against uh, Ludlow last week after coming off the loss to uh, to Greenwich. So I'm going to go with Blue Wave here. Oh, wow. I thought we were going to agree on this one. We are not. I'm going with Wilton. Nothing that Darian did in that game against Greenwich. Yes, it was Greenwich. Has impressed me. No team that they've beaten this year has impressed me. Um, I've been impressed with Wilton's efforts against Staples and... Uh, Staples and New Canaan. Look, Darian, right down to the wire against Brian McMahon. 10-2 in the rain against a prep team that doesn't have a win. Norwalk, okay, lost to Greenwich. And they beat, they allowed 21 points to Ludlow after New Canaan beat them in, uh, you know, 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, it's just nothing Darian has done has impressed me this year so far. Um, I really like Wilton. I think Wilton played really well these last two weeks. Um, there's another FCAC team on here that we're going to talk about in terms of like having to get over the hump. And uh, I think this is where Wilton does it. Um, they have a lot of good, they have like a lot of guys and they just need, you know, one of these guys to step up. I mean, an X point, an extra point goes the other way. And Wilton, we're talking Wilton's five and one. Um, so I'm going with the Warriors here. All right, we're going to go to the NVL. We got three and three Seymour taking the trip all the way up Route 8 to Van Wy Field at Gilbert High School to play the 2-4 and four Yellow Jackets. Don't let the records fool you. Uh, both two solid teams play in the, the upper division of the NVL. Uh, and that's a long bus ride, man. I mean, have you ever been to Northwestern High School, uh, Gilbert oh, yeah. High School? It's on the top of a mountain in Winstead. The last exit. You get off the last exit of Route 8, you make two lefts, and you're up a mountain, and you're at Gilbert High School. Mm. Right? Yeah, I think. If my memory serves me correctly. No, that's right. Um, yeah. So, I would say two left. You take a right. I think you take two rights. Two rights, two rights. All right. All right, um, two rights and a left. Something like that. But you're on top of a mountain. Like, this is a different environment. Uh, Sean, who do you like in this one? For for Seymour, I'm going to go with the the Wildcats. I think, uh, you know, it, this, is, uh, this is a game that they should win pretty Handily, Gilbert Northwestern is not the team they were a year ago. Um, they've really kind of struggled a little bit, especially playing uh, in this top NVL division. Seymour, a little more battle-tested. Sure, they didn't play great in those games against, you know, Ansonia and uh, and Holy Cross and what have you. But uh, I think I think Seymour still the better team here. I'm going with Lafayette. All right, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Seymour as well. Um, you know, Freddie Camp's not walking through that door. All right, to the Pequot we go. We got three and two Stafford on the road to Ellington. We played the two and three Purple Knights, two middle-of-the-road teams here in the Pequot. Ellington's got wins over Valley Regional, Windsor Locks. Stafford has beaten HK, Valley, and Coventry. Um, they both have losses to SMSA and both have losses to Granby Canton. Um Ellington has more points in the playoff system, I believe. So that's weird. Anyway. It happens. Yeah. Anyway, this is just a good matchup. Two good programs. Playoff, you know, contenders the last couple of years. Uh, I'm going to go with Stafford here. Uh, you know, Brian Mazzone, he's one of the friends of the program. 
So uh, I'm going to go with Mazone and Co. for this one. Sean, who do you like? Oh, man. This is a tough one for me because they're they're both very – I mean, they're both proud teams. They're both good – you know, I mean, they, they, but they struggled. They, they both struggled uh, against some of the better in the conference. This is a big, like, all right, I got to put the – I got to separate us from the also-rans. I got to kind of put myself in the upper half of that – those standings, and that's, which is a roundabout way of saying I have no idea. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, ah, what the heck? I'm going to go with Ellington here, Pete. Just kind of on a hunch. Ellington. There you go. The Knights. Go, go All right. The Knights. All right. We got four more games left. We're going to the SCC. North Haven on the board again. Five and one. The Nighthawks come in. They are on the road. They're going to Finn Stadium to play the four and two Shelton Gals. This game, this look, no. this, these picks are not supposed to yeah, be these easy. picks are tough. This is not this is not an easy one uh, to pick. Uh, luckily, I went teams. I went first on the other one, so it's your turn. North Haven at Shelton. I mean, you know, it'd be so easy to pick. I mean, this is I, this could be a bad week for me. It'd be so easy to pick North Haven uh, after what they did with West Haven and Shelton lost to West Haven. But I'm going to go with the Gales at home. I know North Haven just beat them on the road, and I'm going to get a ton of hell from them about this, but. Uh, you know, I think Shel- I think Shelton's gonna. Uh, I think Shelton's gonna win this one. I think kind of turn the SEC on its head. I'm going with the game. I mean, it would be very poetic if that happened. The way that this, the SEC tier one is just chaos. Um, but I, I, and it, it pains me to do it because you know the Shelton guys. They, they are, Let's they go. are friends of the program. But I'm going with North Haven. Come on, Shelton. Let's I go. think. Shelton, I, I think North Haven put on an absolute clinic. It's the buzzword I keep using. Yeah. But they were so dominant on Thursday that I don't think that there is any team you that know, can I, slow I think them Shelton down. Can block and tackle with the best of a man, and I think that they will not be backing down. Uh, I mean, listen, North Haven is tough, and they're going to bring it. But, uh, you know, go Gales. Let's go. (laughs) All right, we got it. But as far as picks go. All right, we got another big one in the SWC Massic. Five and one on the road to Notre Dame Fairfield Campus Field, home of new members of the MAC Conference Sacred Heart. Yeah, look at that. MAC. Um, Yeah. The Pios are in uh, the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. Um, but that's also where Notre Dame Fairfield plays, and they will be their 6-0, best start in school history. They're playing host to Massick. Massick is 5-1, and one, have really taken what they have, you know, the off-the-field stuff for sure, but the on-the-field, the injuries, they have taken it. They have adjusted. Aaron Champagne's playing really well under center. You mentioned Nick Fox in the, the Meat Grinder episode. Obviously, they still have Jason Champagne. They still have the Walkers. They're going on the road to play Notre Dame, who Antoine Davis continues to just ball out, rush for 300 yards. Um, Razor's great day. Jesus is great. They got guys. But here's a little fun note. Sean, little trivia question. The last time Notre Dame Fairfield beat Massick. I know the answer, so you know that it's it's not as crazy as you think. Uh, I want to say the last time they beat him was 2000... 2001 or two. No and no. Really? 2005. What? 
Is that the 40 last time? to 21. Was that the last time they beat him? Yes, it was. I could have sworn, sworn Matzik won that game. I was at that game. That was the Nick Pellegrino game, and before the game, he said, "I'm going to beat Matt. We're, we're going to beat Massa." And uh, I remember sitting there, and Jeff Vino turns around, and it's like, are you, "What are you talking about?" I was at practice. I was there were running plays, and Nick Pelle, Nicky Pellegrino was like, we're, "You're running. We're beating Massa." He, he wouldn't shut up about it. So then Massa, they went in and blew their doors. It was a it was a wild wild game. But I I, I, for, I could have sworn that was Massa though that they won that game. But no, they beat him that day. Wow. Yeah. According to Max Preps. According to Max Preps. Beautiful day at McCarty Stadium and. I still wish they still played at McCarty Stadium. Sorry. I really do. I love that place. Um, you know, yeah, you can't feel up the road, whatever. And it's not the meat grinder. It's just a big podcast. But I was at that game you're, you're talking about. So that's a bad job by me for not remembering. Well, that's according to Max Preps. And with that information, I'm going with Massick. I think Notre Dame is great. And this is a great story. And they're great S school. I saw them get tired against Brookfield. It clearly affected the way that they closed out that game. Massick is bigger. They got more guys. I, I, I'm I going to go with the Panthers in this one. Yeah, yeah, listen, Mass Massick always, almost always, except for that one game, out-depths Notre Dame-Fairfield, and uh, and I don't think that – I think that's going to be the case here. I think they're just going to be able to, to – I mean, I think Notre Dame's going to hang around, but I think uh, as far as, like, their conditioning goes, I think Massick just had enough guys and just going to wear them out. Going All right. We got two more. All right, are you ready for this? We got two more. We got 5-1 West Haven going on the road to Blue and Gold Stadium to play the Newtown Nighthawks who come in at 6. And, oh, West Haven is coming off a loss to North Haven uh, where they were just flat-out dominated. Uh, and Newtown comes in at 6-0. and Look, they got wins against St. Joe's. They got wins against um, Trumbull. Um, fun little fact, these two did play back in 2019. The year Newtown went undefeated and won the state title. They beat him by a touchdown early in the season. It was in September. Uh, obviously, two completely different teams playing much later in the season. Sean, who do you like in this one? Pete, I'm going to go with West Haven here. Uh, I just think, you know, SEC, more battle-tested, you know, big spot, anxious to kind of get back in the, their, uh, the, the state's good graces. Plus, they have just so many weapons. Yeah, I'm going to go with West Haven, too. I think they're going to play pissed off. Uh, I don't think they're happy about the way that things went on Thursday, and I'm going to think they're going to go out and show the state that they're one of the best teams in the state in double L. All right, we got one more game. This one is very interesting. Sean, we got 3-3 three and three Trumbull going on the road to Boyle Stadium to play the 3-3 three and three Stanford Black Knights. Now, before we start selecting, fun little fact, Okay. Stanford hasn't beaten Trumbull since 2014. Okay? That same season. Okay? Like a week later. Maybe a game week later? Two weeks later? No, I think it was a game week later. Stanford beat Staples 37-34, which was coached by Trumbull coach Mars Petrasia. So the last time... A Stanford team beat a Trumbull team was 2014, and the last time a Stanford team beat a Mars Petrasio coach team was also 2014. That doesn't help me make my picks. Here's no. a Stanford team that has knocked on this door time and time again, and they're getting frustrated. They're getting upset. 
They need this signature win. They need to get over the hump. They got to stop being close in these games so people can pat them on the back and say, good job, Stanford. You hung with them. Donnie doesn't want that. Donnie wants them to get that signature win, right? Right, Sean? Oh, right. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be this week. I'm going with the Eagles. Trumbull, if I'm Trumbull, I am pissed at the way that Friday night went. They're better than losing 42-0 to Greenwich. They're going to come out. They're going to take it to Stanford, and the Eagles are going to win this game. Yeah, I have a hard time picking Stanford. I think Stanford's been, been playing very well, but, I mean, Trumbull with the ground game, when it, listen, that Greenwich defense is very good. Trumbull, uh, you know, I, I think Trumbull against anybody other than them has, has done very well otherwise. I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right. I thought I might be the only one. I, I see a lot of the picks come in early. It's not a lot of love for Trumbull. Yeah. So we might be able to steal one. Yeah, Let's go, well, Eagles. There's a lot of games here. I'm probably going to. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But. Well, I thought. I looked at last week's board. We Everyone was in agreement on everything. And then it all went, woof, yeah. up in flames. Well, you did a good job this week. These are tough. These games are really tough. Well, I would like to take credit uh, for these great. I had someone, uh, someone from New Canaan came up to me. And they, uh, they were like, how do you select the games each week? And I was like, uh, I just I picked them myself. I try to like pick ones that I think are good, but also ones that I might be able to sneak past coworkers who maybe don't pay attention uh, to high school football as much as we do. And I still, still can never win. So I have no idea. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I mean, like, look, North Haven Shelton's a tough call. Masick, Indy, Fairfield, maybe not as tough. Uh, West Haven, uh, let's see here. Wilton, Darien, that's Stonington, Wyndham. That's tough. I don't know why I just went with Wyndham. I don't know why. Maybe, uh, you know, why wouldn't you go to Stonington? They're, they're, they're doing very well. You know, Thames River, Cheney Tech. <laughs> and, you know, Maloney Hall. But, uh, look, that, that's a tough one. You're going to separate. You're going to have to see some separation here. And pray to God, me going up. Of... Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right. So, the board will be posted with this podcast. So, if you're listening to the podcast, go check out the board on GameTimeCT.com. And, as always, I'm your host, Pete Paguaga, for Sean Patrick Bowley. We'll see you out there on the games this, at the games this week. Uh, we appreciate all the listening and all the smack talk. Uh, we'll see you guys out on the field. Peace. Peace.